0: Welcome to No Truck Stops, a Pack 12 podcast. I'm Carlos at Equity Bruin. Joining me live again is Avery at Brave Graves. Hello. Angry boy Matthew Burton at No Pit Stops. Fuck you, Brett. And for the first time live, last time ever, read at MF M- F- underscore read. I'm getting deja vu, man. Oh, man, Uh, this has been a whirlwind. I'm like, okay, we're going to go live for the first time ever publicly on YouTube talking about uh, the Colorado Big 12 news. We're we're like, ready to go. I'm into it. Uh, I've already started our intro, and then I'm like, wait, we didn't go live. Um, We've been testing this stuff out for the past, I don't know, (laughs) a few weeks, it feels like. Not long enough. Not long enough, apparently. It's not not super routine quite yet. Uh, Anyway. So, here we are talking about the big news. Thank you all for joining us live. If you're new here, hey, we're new here too. This is our first public live stream. You'll look back through some of our videos. We've been testing it out. So, here we are. Uh, We didn't expect to have to, uh, for this to come out this way and for us to do this this way, but here we are anyway. So, uh, we are going to talk about Colorado leaving the Pac 12 for the Big 12. Just to give you a quick recap of the events so far, um, Colorado was thought to have gone to the Big Twelve. They've always they've been in discussions for leaving the Big Twelve. They've they've been in there for a while. Over the past hour, Pete Thamel tweeted that the that the Colorado was considering leaving the Big Twelve. They were talking about it, discussing it after a a, a Regents meeting or a board meeting or whatever. A bunch of reporters. Brett McMurphy and a bunch of others sort of confirmed that they were seriously considering leaving uh, to the point where Brett McMurphy quoted a source saying it's 98% a done deal. And then uh, while we're sort of debating, should we do this? Should we not? We kind of came to the conclusion we're not going to go live. We've seen this before. We're going to hold on until it's for sure a done deal. And then, of course, Brett McMurphy tweets that Colorado is leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big 12 in 2024. Colorado, per Brett McMurphy, is receiving full Big 12 share, share at $31.7 million a year from their media deal, and per Brett Mur- McMurphy sources here, uh, Colorado left because the Big 12 is stable and the Pac-12 has a lot of uncertainty right now. So, here we are. Colorado is now, I'm going to say it, officially leaving the Pac-12 for the Big 12. Matthew Hubertson, I'm going to call on you because you're eating while we're going live for the first time. Very, very cool stuff. <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, Matthew Burtson, Matthew Burtson, what's your, what were your instant reactions to this news? I mean,
1: this is what I'd like. This is what I said about the four corner schools where like, if you are not one of, if you are not Oregon, if you are not Washington, if you are not in the lead for a potential big 10 spot, I, I don't know that the PAC 12 is a very stable place for you. The big 12 probably is a more stable and more reliable place to be. Obviously like there's the conversation of what is actually better over the next five years, but for the next 20, 25, you know, an actual long-term view on this. If you do not see yourself getting into the big two, the second that the big 12 signed their TV deal, that was a safer place to be. And especially if you are aligning yourself with schools, because, because again, like look at the big 12, nobody there is going to the sec. Nobody there is going to the big 10. At all. There's not a single school that's even close to that conversation. And so, yeah, like Colorado stating that the Big 12 is a more like stable place. That's not just about the TV money. That's not just about the TV deal. That's very much about the fact that like if Fox decides that they actually would like Oregon and Washington to come and play for them, like the Big 12 is much more stable. This, I I think that this makes a lot of sense and I don't think that Colorado is going to be the only one
0: to do this. What do you think, Reed? Uh, is this is this the right move? Is Matt right? They're leaving for some stability. Is this is that is that the story here?
2: I think their hand was kind of forced, like Matt said. Eventually, like it just became too much. They didn't have a deal on the table. There was so much lack of clarity from the Pac-12, and they already know what Big 12 life is like. They know they can exist in that conference, uh, and there's a future there where there isn't one in the Pac-12, and we've had so goddamn long to get a TV deal locked up, to finalize expansion targets, and it hasn't happened. Uh, So my first reaction was, this shit is getting burned to the ground. And then it was, maybe there's a path here uh, that it stays alive, but we'll get into that
0: more later. Grapes, instant reactions to Colorado leaving for the Big 12?
3: I hate to say it, but conference, didn't start falling apart until after Larry Scott wasn't the commissioner anymore. Uh, I'm just kidding. I think he <laughs> set this in motion. Um, I'm mad. I'm upset about it. I don't think there's like a very good path for the Pac 12 to bounce back from this because I don't think it's going to stop with Colorado. I think every other team in the conference was genuinely thinking about what they should be doing. And now that Colorado's leaving and has the conference at nine teams everyone's like, well, fuck, we need to figure something out. So, I mean, I, the conference can't exist with less than nine teams. So they either need to start adding teams, which they tried to do with San Diego State, and nothing really happened there. I don't know. I'm upset. It makes me just genuinely very sad.
0: I, I think these are sad times for college football. I know everyone's going to have a lot of reactions about Colorado and is it the right? this is the right move for them, the Pac-12 dying, but... This is sort of pushing us ever further into the consolidation of, like, this, these very divergent conferences and regions into, like, you know, smaller ones. The PAC is not dead, though. Uh, it's just, I think it's materially important that it's only Colorado that's leaving. Now, other schools may leave, for sure. That hasn't. That's not preventing a Utah or an Arizona or an Arizona State or an Oregon or a Washington from leaving. But I think it's materially important that it's only Colorado right now, that Colorado wasn't trying to leave for with someone else, that the Big 12 wasn't trying to add anyone else, that it's not happening in conjunction with someone else. Maybe there may be other dominoes here, but I think it's materially important here that uh, Colorado is is the only one leaving. My question for you all is, can, can the Pac-12, is there a path to survivability for the Pac-12? Because right now, the... The overwhelming reaction is the Pac-12 is dead. It's gone. It's over. Colorado's gone. Mind you, Colorado's done jack shit in the Pac-12. Has mostly been like a net negative in terms of revenue. I don't think they're bringing in a ton of money. I don't think anyone is trying to get in, you know, um, uh, trying to get inside the Denver market. I don't think Colorado is even a big enough brand uh grapes let's start with you do you feel like the pac-12 is certainly dead or is there a path to survivability
3: if a team had to leave the conference colorado is the best team to leave because they're not connected to anyone in the conference like i guess they have that forced connection with utah but colorado leaving has no real effect on utah if this was one of the arizona schools that announced it like i would be certain that at least the other arizona school would go with them but considering that it's colorado and they're the worst of the Mountain West Mountain schools in the conference. Like, this is the best case scenario for this really shitty situation we're in. So, no, I don't think the Pac 12 is certainly dead. But considering that we're, I don't know, a month away, literally a month away from college football, and we don't have a media deal, that's very scary. We're at scary hours.
0: Yeah. Well, I. I'm really curious to hear about uh, other people's perspectives. It feels to me that if you swap in San Diego state for Colorado, um, grapes, you're shaking your head. No, let's come back to you. I sort of feel like that's an upgrade.
3: No, Um, because you're not taking into account that Colorado is just a way cooler school (laughs) than San Diego state. The fan base is better. The coach is cooler. The Going back to the fan base, I just really don't want San Diego State fans in the Pac-12. We already have to deal with Utah fans. I feel like that's enough of a sacrifice. Um, I don't, I don't want, I don't want them to come in. But if it gets to the point where it looks like other schools are going to be leaving, like the Pac-12 has no choice.
0: We've got a great question here or a great statement here from Levi Bernfin. Uh, Reed, I want to kick this over to you. He says, "If I'm Arizona, Utah, or Arizona State, I'm following Colorado." Uh, do you feel like that? That's the right move. If you're one of those, uh, one of the other four corner schools that you're going to follow Colorado into the Big Twelve, does this should this make Arizona, Arizona State, or Utah want to follow Colorado into the Big Twelve?
2: I don't know what the Big 12's thought process is on when there's like a final day for further expansion, though, is the thing, right? I mean, I think those three schools can wait around and see what the number is on the new Pac-12 media deal and compare that, uh, knowing that probably staying in the Pac-12 is just an agreement for another half decade, and then eventually... The goal will be to go to the Big 12. I don't know that they need to rip that Band-Aid off right now and jump there with Colorado. I'm not sure ultimately why Colorado felt like today was the day to do it. Um, but, you know, eventually I think that's probably where they end up unless they get an invite from the Big Ten.
0: What about you, Matthew Hubertson Are you uh, in the camp here with uh, Levi that Arizona, Utah, or Arizona State, they, they should want to follow suit?
1: I, I think that... I I think that Reed's point of, I mean, the big 12 is not going anywhere and I don't know that any additional invites for any of these three schools are going anywhere. I, when you talk about like, why was it now for Colorado to me, like Colorado has been, it really has never felt like a part of the big 12 or or the Pac 12, excuse me. Like it's, it's always kind of felt like a big 12 team. To me, it was one of the very first things that occurred when Oklahoma and Texas left the big 12 Was I thought about like this idea of maybe Colorado, like, says, Hey, please, for the love of God, take us back. Same thing with Nebraska. Obviously, Nebraska being in a position in the Big Ten where they are making, you know, eight times more money (laughs) than they would in the Big 12. Of course, they're not going to bounce, but Colorado back to the Big 12, this Pac 12 experiment has not worked. And so, if you can get in as a full member share into the Big 12, and especially without any sort of repercussions of leaving the Pac-12, right? Like, obviously, there's they don't have to pay a buyout. They don't have to do anything like that. I think that that always has made a ton of sense. For these other three schools, I mean, if you're Arizona, Arizona State, maybe ultimately those two teams, like, you just, they have to stay together, in my opinion. I don't think that them breaking away from each other makes much sense at all. And if you're Utah, I mean... you're going to a conference with BYU in it. There's a far more natural like rivalry there that makes a lot of sense. I do think that like Utah has just positioned themselves in a way with their winning that maybe, and this is obviously a significant amount of arrogance, but maybe you just feel like, hey, we can stick around anywhere, and as long as we just don't fall behind, we're going to be okay, and and we'll just continue to stick where we're at until it is no longer an option, and then we'll go to the Big 12.
0: I guess I'm uh, maybe I'm a little maybe I'm just being too Pac 12 pilled and that is that is entirely a thing I, I do all the fucking time. Uh, I, I guess I'm just not I'm not convinced that losing Colorado by themselves is enough to sink the Pac 12. And I, I, com- again, I completely I, agree. I, I and I again say that it's materially important to me. That it's just Colorado that's leaving, like that Colorado. What that the Big Twelve ones like. Yeah, find another, find another school to go with you. We're going to try to get all four of the all four of the four corner schools. Um, we're not hearing any. I mean, we're hearing sort of like random, you know, realignment sh- from realignment Twitter. Like, oh yeah, that means this school's going to leave and this school's going to leave. But the fact that we're not hearing anything materially and and substantively uh, important here around the other schools tells me that like. Is there a chance, just throwing it out there, that the Pac-12 wasn't really concerned with Colorado leaving? Is there a chance that Colorado was frozen out? I mean, it's like the if you add two additional schools, you're diluting the amount of payouts that you're giving to other schools. If they really do want to add San Diego State, which helps shore up the fact that they lost the L.A. media market with UCLA and USC leaving, you kind of get to do that now without having to... De- to add, Divide the pie into twelve pieces again. You can divide it into ten. Is there a chance here that PAC, the Pac-12 was not, at the very least, not concerned with Colorado leaving? Reed, do you want to start us off?
2: That just doesn't make sense because the messaging around this has been so confusing. Like we had media day very recently, under which Klievkov basically went out and further said, "Like we are strong at twelve. We're going to stay that way." I mean, even go back to December when Klievkov literally said, like, back in December, we were wondering, why is the media deal taking so long? And his quote was, well, we knew Dion was coming to Colorado. That adds a lot of value for negotiations. Like, it makes oh, no God, fucking sense. <laughs> it's, it makes no sense. And I think uh, Cameron brought up a good point in the chat. That I guess, you know, the real reason why those four corner schools would want to leave uh, for the Big 12 is the potential of Oregon or Washington beating them to leave them for the Big 12 and taking that spot. I think that's the only way in which those invites are removed. Uh, but I think the counterbalancing factor here that's kind of preventing these teams from making that jump is one, the history and connection to the back 12. But I think that's losing value by the day. But two, I think it's the academics, right? Washington and Oregon both don't want to be uh, associated with the Big Twelve academically. I would, you know, assume that Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah would rather stay in the Pac-12 from a university perspective as well. Uh, but at a certain point, the long-term stability just is going to outweigh that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think. There's probably some fair rationale that, okay, Oregon or Washington could jump and, and do all of this stuff. But the other Pac-12 schools, Colorado kind of being an exception for a bit, have said we're staying together. So I guess I'm just – I'm not ready to fall on the train that everyone else is here, that the Pac-12 is absolutely dead, that there is uh, no path for them. I guess I'm uh, I'm of the opinion that there's some, there's some possibility here. But uh, Graves, what about you? You got something to say?
3: It feels like this is obviously in reaction to media day last week. I don't know. I think all the conversation around the media deal and it not happening probably is what really pushed Colorado to this. But I was just going to say that I genuinely think the big 12 is beneath Oregon and Washington. Is that just me being elitist? Like it feels like that would be a downgrade rather than them staying in the Pac-12 and holding it together. Because in my opinion – Oregon and Washington, like, are kind of at the center of the Pac-12 now that the L.A. schools are leaving. Like, they're – as long as they stay in the Pac-12, I I see a way for the Pac-12 to continue existing. And I don't see them leaving the Pac-12 for anything short of an invite to the Big Ten or the SEC, which doesn't look like it's in the cards right now. So I don't think it should be a concern about them going to the Big 12 because that would be, like, a very <laughs> – weird thing for them to like just bite the bullet and be like, I guess we'll go to this lesser conference that I don't know. It, it, it would be a sacrifice on their point part that only the big 12 would gain from. They wouldn't get anything from that other than being in a bigger conference.
0: Yeah. that I, I think, and I'm going to kick this over to Reed as, as someone who obviously follows Oregon closely, Oregon and Washington are still, still, the most valuable brands of any other schools in the Big 12 and Pac-12. Walls they are still screaming. My goodness. <laughs> they are still the most prominent brands, the most successful teams, the teams that have won at the highest level consistently, the teams that bring in the most eyeballs that have the most resources that have the biggest profile. They are by far above anything that Big 12 and Pac-12 have put together, right? Like Oklahoma state is maybe number three. Utah, I guess is probably number three. And Stanford. we still talk about Stanford in, in terms of academic profile. Sure. Yeah. The entire uh, profile Stanford. You, It's Stanford. You've not. got it.
1: Okay. Brands are not made in the last three, five years. They're just not
0: Oregon right. and Washington have been good for like Oregon's been good for like 30 years and Washington's been good for like 70. I'm talking about Stanford versus Utah. My guy. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. It fine. ain't Stanford is definitely a bigger fan than Utah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're right. Okay. I thought you were talking about Oregon and Washington. Like that doesn't make any sense. Reed, what about you? What are your thoughts about, Oregon and Washington are they are they the biggest gets here and like do you feel like do you feel like grapes and are right that I don't know why would they leave for the Big 12
2: Yeah I think they are the biggest gets I think ideally for Oregon and Washington what comes out of this is they get to stay in the Pac-12 for now they get a media deal that is pretty much equal per team to what the Big 12 has and they secure the competitive incentives where if they make a college football playoff, which will be a lot easier for either of them to do with the LA schools gone and a 12 team expansion, they get to keep the money from making that playoff. They get to, you know, it's a keep what you kill kind of system. Um, That's what they need. That can keep them competitive for a bit, but I think eventually we'll see if the big 10 wants to expand more and when they do, obviously, Oregon or Washington would jump at that invite if they got it.
0: Do you feel like it's worth Do you feel like if you're, I don't know, the eight or the chancellor, the president, whatever the hell Oregon calls it's it's <laughs> it's most elevated official. If you're leading, say Phil Knight, he has if, a name. If you're <laughs> if you're Phil Knight, are you saying, hey, we're going to write out here in the in the Pac-12 and wait for the Big Ten invite? Yeah, I think that's
2: probably what's happening. But it depends what the number is, right? I mean, it it depends what the number is and how you feel out. Is the Big Ten inviting us in two years? Is it five years? Is it 10 years or more? And how big of a deficit are we eating each year staying in the Pac-12 versus moving to the Big 12?
0: Let's shift a little bit to talk about the media deal and George Kleukoff, because he's getting railed right now on Twitter, and uh, and I think for fairly good reasons, um, <laughs> we have we have here a, a brutal comment here from our homie West Texas Mike. He says we've known that George Kleukoff is a fraud at least since his poor handling of rumors that uh, the Bruins would have to remain in the Pac-12. There was never a chance that was going to happen. Obviously, people were s- kind of deride him for spending any amount of energy trying to keep UCLA in the Pac-12. Um, I am of the opinion that, like, George Klievkoff maybe hasn't done the most miraculous job or even a particularly great one. But it was given a bit of a live grenade when he took over from Larry Scott. Uh, Most of the stuff that has happened up until this point has been well outside of his control. And it feels to me with George Klievkoff that he sort of knows the media deal that he's getting right now in this landscape would probably force other people to leave either way which is why he's like well I might as well wait why would you say yeah I'm going to put a media deal that's going to give everyone 15 million dollars a year in front of everyone else when you know everyone's just going to immediately bail for the Big 12 as soon as they can as, as soon as they see that number I guess that's my that's my take but I'm curious to hear Matt from you your thoughts on George Kleefcough's job how much of it was he sort of uh was he sort of I don't know uh th- how much of this is his fault
1: it feels like very little except for like I, I, it, and it's hard to necessarily blame him for this but ultimately like the big 12 came out and jumped the line and because everything that we were talking about when the california schools left and when texas oklahoma left was that the pac-12's deal was up sooner and would therefore have the higher numbers and would have the leverage to be able to start making these discussions. And he did not see the prudence in getting that taken care of. Right, the Big Twelve was able to get their TV deal taken care of, and that is entirely where all of this leverage has come from. I do find it interesting when you talk about the Big Twelve or the the Pac twelve TV deal, though. And you talk about why now with Colorado, we are definitely seeing a lot of smoke about like Oregon has a meeting tomorrow. Oregon does not have a meeting because Colorado is leaving like that's not as we're sitting here talking about like Colorado leaving does not kill the conference. Do we think that some numbers were actually sent out and there actually was a little bit of a deal? This thing has been notoriously tight lipped. Did these schools actually get money while they were in Vegas? And is that actually why we are seeing all of this movement
0: saying that the, the deal that they got in front of them was bad? is like real bad. Right. And
1: like, and I do think that like, especially if the money is comparable, I think that there's a very real conversation between, Hey, do you want to be on Apple TV or do you want to be on ESPN and Fox? Like the big 12, right? Like if, if the money is comparable and, and, and you can be where the college football audience is, that's going to matter for you. As you talk about, we have a comment about like, what are the chances that the PAC 12 tries to sign like a four year deal and just push the Oregon Washington realignment talk for an entire recruiting cycle of not being on the main two networks, it's kind of a problem. It's kind of a problem if you are behind in money too.
0: Reid, you look like you've got something to say.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I think that that conversation, though, like how much of this deal will be on Apple TV? My working assumption is that at least one to two games a week are probably going to stay on ESPN or another major network. And so I think... Those games most often go to Oregon and Washington and Utah uh, and for the rest of the schools. Yeah, you know, your exposure isn't going to be great. On the other hand, how many people have Apple TV versus we're watching the Wazoo and Oregon State games on Pac-Cold Network? Like, I don't think that it's really going to be that much more dire of a situation than it has been for the last decade.
0: What about you, Grapes? How would you evaluate, I don't know, the George Kleoklov's job or his position and you know, was all of this really avoidable? Did he did he royally fuck this up all on his own?
3: You interrupted my disassociating. Um
0: <laughs> very cool. <laughs> I think the
3: thing Matt already like touched on it, but I feel like when he got the job, like the number one thing that was on his plate to figure out was the media deal. I'm, that was pretty clear. I think we all knew that. Um, and maybe they did, he just didn't get clear enough instructions. Because I know sometimes I cannot complete a task unless I get step-by-step instructions. And maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe when Larry Scott left, he didn't like leave behind a good enough transition document to get him started.
1: Daddy, George, our, neurodivergent, our neurodivergent king.
3: <laughs> how much? How much does George Klyekov get paid? Didn't they hire him because he's some like? media guy in vegas or whatever the fuck wasn't that the whole point
0: yeah i mean I, uh, the the thing is is like you either believe that this was well within his control or you feel like he maybe uh, fucked up at key points along the way i you're go ahead
3: i think he knew it was going to be a difficult job and he was going to be put in a difficult position i don't think that was a secret i'm pretty sure everyone knew about that i just Think he knew that, and then just decided to take take the job and and not work hard to overcome anything.
0: He didn't pull up himself up by his bootstraps, is what? Yeah, I, that's, what exactly, right?
3: <laughs> that's exactly what. It was. He didn't okay, grind out a media deal.
0: No, I, I think he definitely <laughs> dropped the ball along
3: the way. It's not completely his fault, but it gets to the point when you've been in the position for so long that you can't blame the guy before you anymore. Like this is on him now.
0: Uh, I've got a really interesting tweet that Reed dug up. I'll pull it up here. Ugh, looks ugly. We're still working out all the weird kinks here. Um, <laughs> I've got this um, this tweet here from Reed from Max underscore Olson. It reads: Just spoke with Arizona President Robert C. Robbins about today's. Colorado News, Robert C. Robbins, is that a real name? Um who
3: the all fuck I ke- is Max Olson?
0: we've been talking about that name for a year. Are you serious? We have, and every time I read it out loud, I'm like, who the fuck is Robert Robbins? <laughs> Not
1: a real person.
0: <laughs> Robert Robbins, the Arizona president, uh, says, quote, all I keep saying is he and this is in reaction to today's Colorado News. He says, all I keep saying is, you know, we're just waiting to get a deal. And then everybody has to evaluate the deal on its merits. I've been pretty steadfast in that in that stance. Reed, I'm going to kick it over to you because you were the one who sort of dug this up, had some to say about it. What are your interpretations of this particular quote here from Arizona's president?
2: It doesn't read enthusiastically. I would not say that it's a great sign for Arizona's intentions here. Uh, I mean, who knows, right? I think, yeah, the more I kind of process this, I'm starting to believe that there were some preliminary numbers thrown out. And that's the explanation that makes the most sense for why Colorado jumped now. And, uh, you know, if that is to be believed, then Arizona's president's kind of roundabout reaction to those numbers and their approach to it going forward doesn't inspire much confidence that they are going to be committed to the conference long term. Uh, I think that that's, yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen. They're going to look at the deals, they're going to evaluate it. They know there's not long term stability in the Pac 12. So why would they stay if they're even? I, I don't know why their calculus would be any different than Colorado's ultimately. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they'd come to a different decision the more I think about it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I, I guess I'm just not entirely convinced that uh, Colorado leaving for the Big Twelve was something the Pac-12 was dying to prevent. I don't know. Maybe I'm just conspiracy a, theorizing here. Did you from see a, Jason
3: Shears' tweet?
0: Uh, what did it say? <laughs> I hope you don't think of me as just a page,
1: but credible journalism as well. <laughs>
3: Colorado is likely to move within the next 48 hours. This is a couple hours ago. Also, there's another school in the Pac-12 beyond the rumored four corners that will surprise people and is seriously contemplating a jump to the Big 12. Is Jason just spewing nonsense again?
0: Um, who would that I, be who
3: the fuck I, would that be
0: yeah that's speculation I feel like that's just pure <laughs> speculation and like Jason shear um, is a really funny troll to me and like you know I don't say that derogatory I'm a fucking troll half of y'all are Reed basically is even though he does it he straddles the line there and so I don't know that Jason shear is like a reliable narrator when it comes to like this sort of stuff he has he has very clearly been on the side of like, yeah, the Pac-12 is dead. Arizona's absolutely leaving since January, basically, if not earlier. So I guess I, I don't know. Who could it be? Obviously, it could be if it's like someone that we don't really – that could be a surprise to us. I guess it could be Oregon. I guess it could be UW. I, other I than that – I don't see
3: them going without the other. Like being right. together, Oregon and UW being together strengthens both of their individual positions as a school. Like going as a pair makes – like all the chips they have to play so much stronger. So I don't going without the other, even if it's rivalry brain bullshit only will hurt them.
0: Yeah. This is a, this is an interesting comment here from certified bum. Is this you Avery? Um, No,
3: I'm pretty sure that's exactly (laughs) what Matt said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What's what's the likelihood of the PAC 12 signs a smaller media deal for like four years and pushes the, he doesn't listen to me. You
1: know that. that.
0: That's true. Uh, I don't. Um, Reed, you, you have some thoughts about this conversation or this comment. Well, I was going to talk about the
2: sheer tweet and just quickly go through. Like, there aren't that many options if it's not a four corner school. I think right. we can say definitively Stanford and Cal. I mean, there's no fucking way they're going to the Big 12, right? Like, literally yeah. they're they're
1: zero. Tolerance or to religious institutions. What do you mean? <laughs>
2: okay. I think that's so-
1: a great culture fit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I I diff- mean
1: it's just a different kind is of it <laughs> Is it Wazoo? <laughs> right, is it? Right. Like
3: State? they don't want Washington State.
2: I don't think it could be Washington State or Oregon State. I don't maybe maybe one of them has an invite. Maybe Oregon State has an invite. God, Oregon State would run that conference. <laughs> it, yeah, that would be exciting to see, I guess. Um but it, I mean it has to be one of the four Pacific Northwest schools and all of those would be very surprising for different reasons. Yeah.
0: Let's uh let's talk a little bit about Colorado. We spent a lot of time talking about George Klevkoff. We spent a lot of time talking about what's gonna happen with the other schools. What about Colorado? Was this uh I, I don't know. Or I, I saw an earlier comment from uh, one of the folks on here around, you know, the Colorado fans are some of them will be sad to leave the Pac-12. Some of them are feeling like hey, I've been watching this conference for a good long while. Um, do you all feel like this is a good move for Colorado specifically? Like, is this good for Colorado? Is Colorado going to the Big 12 good?
3: For the fans or for, like, the school and the program? Uh,
0: let's, let's talk about both. Let's hear, what do you think is the distinction between those?
3: Well, Matt already talked about why it's good for the program, and it's because it's way more stable than being in the Pac-12. If you're if you're not Oregon and you're not UW, the Big 12 is more a more stable option. They have more schools. They have a media deal. They're going to be probably fine. But the fans, I would not want to be in the same conference <laughs> as anyone in the Big 12. Oh, my God. That would suck. Be- no offense, Chug. Uh, everybody else in that conference fucking sucks. They're all weird <laughs> evangelical losers. And the vibes are bad, like Matt Moore said. So...
0: Yeah, Matt just, Moore. You're just a fans. tad
1: culty. That's all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Moore uh, in the YouTube comments says, as a Buffs fan, I'm sad. Culturally, Pac has way better vibes. Also, men's basketball was a positive impact because it's the only time they've been consistently decent to good. Uh, Greg's not here. Uh, he's my basketball boy, my basketball buddy. Um, basketball-wise, I think it hurts Colorado. <laughs> uh, I know football drives these conversations, but... Half their program, uh, you know, maybe 30% of their program revenue comes from basketball. And Colorado basketball has been very competitive to very good um, basically the entirety of its time in the Pac-12. The Big 12 is actually a really good basketball conference. Like TCU is pretty good. They've got a great coach. Kansas is good. Texas is great now. Um, you know, up and down, like Texas Tech has had several really great seasons, bad vibes, but good basketball, which is a little weird to, to square in my head. So basketball wise, maybe not the best mood football wise. I don't know. Uh, they were getting their ass kicked and going 0 and 12 every year. I tend to think that like, you know, Colorado, if you eliminate Colorado from the equation on either side, the PAC 12 is a tougher football conference, um, so, like, maybe they'll get a couple more wins now. They might look a little bit better. They don't have to play an Oregon and a Washington. They won't have to deal with a USC anymore. Um, you know, they don't, get, they don't have to have their asses kicked by Utah every single year. I don't know. Like, that's probably probably in terms of wins. Like, if you're like, yeah, this is good. They're going to win games now. I think Colorado made a good move.
1: I like that. I like that question. Reed, we just uh, did, like, a power ranking. Where did we rank Colorado in the Pac-12?
0: <laughs> Dead last. All right, team by
1: team in the Big Twelve, are they better than Baylor? No. Are they better than BYU?
0: It it depends. Oosh. Okay. Are they better no. than I'm going to use objective adjective and say no. But. Are
2: they
1: better than UCF?
2: No. Are
1: they not better long than term. Cincinnati? Yes. Yes, they would be Cincinnati this year. Okay, so that so we're already out of like the last place. Uh, Houston probably lose to right this year. This year. I don't, I don't know. know
3: anything as, about as, I don't a, follow these teams. Matt. Okay. As Trust,
1: cares. okay, as a program, Iowa State, Kansas. Those both of those are beatable. Uh, they're definitely beating Texas because that's just how that works. Um, <laughs> and then West Virginia. Like they immediately go Wait, into the Big Twelve. When is
3: Texas leaving? What this year? Next, next, next year. year. They won't. Okay, so it year. doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> but like we're we're definitely they are walking into the Big Twelve as at worst the fourth worst team in the conference, right?
2: Okay, but the thing is, that's because Colorado got their shit together as a football program. If we were talking about this a year
1: ago... I'm talking ago, about right now. They are the second or absolute worst team in the conference right now. If yeah. Deion
3: Sanders wasn't their head coach, they would not have gotten an invite.
2: I,
1: I feel like
3: very entirely. confident don't saying don't that. Know. I mean, obviously, there's a the history of them being a Big 12 team, but I think, I think if we're just... Talking about this last year, it, it would not be happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, is Colorado a big get for the Big 12? Like, real? I mean, you kind of went down and program it's just a by historical program. Thing. Yeah, like you're getting a program that won a national championship like 25 years ago or so, but like beyond that, like, you, what are you getting? I don't get it. Do you think
3: it. they reached out to Colorado first? Or I do, don't do you think Colorado it. was their last? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone
0: else said no.
1: I appreciate the idea that like now that Colorado is a truck stop, like we're gonna shit on them on the way out. I it's absolutely <laughs> like we just talked a couple of weeks ago about how like these brands in college football are 20 to 30 years behind where they are actually at present day. Colorado is a bigger brand than Utah, who has been in two straight rose bowls. Like I regardless of Dion, Colorado is absolutely a top half brand in this conference. In the Pac twelve. <laughs> Like, this is, this is a good get for the Big 12. This made sense for so long. Like, th- this is a better culture fit in every way. I mean, like, from an athletic standpoint, obviously, academically, like, Colorado not being a part of the of the Pac-12, which, if the Pac-12 isn't the Pac-12 anymore, probably doesn't matter as far as all those research dollars. But I just I, – I think that we are really underselling what Colorado actually is as a brand. Like, they're going in as full – members like they don't they're not getting a lower paycheck they're not getting any of that like there was contingencies in place as part of the tv deal that like if colorado ads will pay for them
0: yeah i mean i I think that's fair i want to switch over to this next part this i think is the last thing we'll talk about here unless y'all have something else to talk about uh, what the Pac-12 does next. Uh, I saw, I think this might have been in our Twitter group chat, like someone said they're very excited to see what desperate, desperate-ass desperate Klievkov, George Goff, Kliev does next. Uh, you know, what be. desperate move he makes. Okay, you think the next step... Okay, I'm going to ask you what the next step you think should be and what next step you think they'll make. What do you think the Pac-12 should do, Grapes?
3: I don't think anything in my brain at any okay. given time. But <laughs> okay. I think that... I think the next step, as much as I hate to admit it, should be San Diego State. I feel like it's very obvious. And after San Diego State, there's like a pretty big drop off between the eligible bachelors of college football.
0: Yeah, it's SDSU and then what? SMU? UNLV?
3: what happened with SDSU? Because they're supposed to have like a deadline, didn't they? And then nothing happened? I wasn't following you're, it you're, that closely. You're
0: not that online. Yeah. So what ended up happening with San Diego state is <laughs> they were meant to, they were meant to tell the mountain West, Hey, we're leaving. They were like, Hey guys, just let you know, we're, we're probably going to leave at the end of, uh, before July starts. And then, uh, the mountain West was like, okay, cool. And then the PAC 12 never got back to San Diego state, San Diego state's like, uh, guys, just so you know, we're coming back actually. And mountain West, the mountain West said, no, you've got a, you're out now. Bunch of lawyer shit happened. And in the end, san diego state mountain was admitted back into the mountain west
3: okay but there's nothing holding them back from saying again actually we're gonna leave
0: 17 million dollars does yeah they've got to pay an extra 17 million dollars if they want to Hmm.
3: leave i don't know i don't know how much that is in terms of (laughs) football to me that's a lot of money (laughs) i
0: think it's i mean it's enough for san diego state to be like yeah please let us back in and don't charge us the exit fee Um,
1: is it one lane kiffin tarmacking let me what was that buyout uh yeah no kidding I don't,
3: the next well academically who even is good enough to join this conference <laughs> on the academic um, side is there anyone
0: God, we uh, desperately, like, yeah, <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up
3: uh david potts
0: our homie david potts says it's 17 million dollars more which would be 34 million dollars total well, that's like so, an
3: entire year of income it's from a media like deal it's,
0: it's a it sounds lot like it's gonna be a year
1: and a half shit
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean 34 million dollars that's how much you, uh colorado's getting in the pack in call in the big 12 in their first year who knows if the media deal might not might be not be enough to pay it off so um i'm uh, reed what do you think what do you think the pac 12 should go like they've got they've got to make a move asap like what are they gonna do
2: well, you can stay at nine. Nine is the fewest teams you can stay at, but you can keep an eight game round robin uh, and do that and, and play everyone and fill out a conference schedule and play four non-con games. That's what other conferences do. Uh, so it, you can just stay pat and finally sign a media deal and go forward and play the waiting game. Uh, it sounds like that might not be what happened i mean i don't fucking know san diego state i guess is off the table probably uh i mean for now smu seems weird i feel uh, sick to to my stomach i mean i would love them to add Tulane, but it's a very (laughs) far way away from the rest of the conference footprint i don't know that would be so
3: fucking funny (laughs)
0: There's um, not a good answer. Like I mean Colorado's I about we'll to play nine. West Virginia.
1: Tulane's not that far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um that is very true. I just I just did some math because uh we were talking about the big twelve media deal and the Pac twelve media deal, what that would look like. Assuming that they got two hundred million dollars, I just threw that out there. That would be twenty million dollars a school, um, which would be considerably I think probably what they're at what they're doing now. Um and and way past, way below what the Big 12 is promising. Um, At $200 million a year, that means all 10 schools minus UCLA and USC would have gotten $20 million a year. If they eliminate Colorado and stay at nine, that's an extra $2.5 million a year or so per school. Um, So, you know, maybe some of the other schools are kind of being like, all right, another $2.5 million. Why not? Um, It's going
3: to be UNLV. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at,
0: Matthew? I'm sorry.
1: Jason... Jason Kirk, but I fucking love him. Uh, the Pac-12 can still survive if
0: Mike Pence has the courage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. He's a little too a millennial for me. I mean, he does great work, but uh, anyway. You're literally a fucking millennial, guy. I know, I know. I'm trying not to be. I'm trying not to be. Um, so anyway, here we are. Uh, what, what do you think, Matthew, what's in the Pac-12 should should do? Just increase the morphine drip.
1: you think it's dead do you think there's nothing they can do i I, the first what first reactions like first uh uh, impressions are always like the most true and like that's that's how i felt after the la schools lift left and i just this is another kind of nail in that coffin to me that i just i don't see a world where this can work moving forward like i just i don't really know I I don't know how the rest of the teams in the conference that are not named Oregon and Washington are okay with signing up for a four-year deal. And I don't know if you're Washington and Oregon that you're okay with signing anything more than a four-year deal. And it kind of just, I mean, I personally at this point, like I would love to see the six remaining teams worth a damn in the pac 12 just be like, all right, we're going to do a West division. It'll be the pack twelve still and it'll just
3: be, who are those six remaining teams go to
1: the, your head the four corner schools Utah, Oregon State, Oregon, Washington yes yeah. that's, okay. that's what that's the six remaining like I love wazoo you're in Idaho, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) And, and like, Stanford and Cal, like, if they decided to, like, actually use their endowment and cheat, like, everybody else in college football, that'd be super cool also. But otherwise, like, I just, I I think that ultimately, like, the move here for both the Pac-12 and the Big 12 is to say we're going to get out ahead of the Super Conference world and we're just going to be a Super Conference. And then hopefully that puts us in a position where we can survive when the Big Ten and SEC ultimately decide that they want to go to 20 teams each.
0: Reid, what do you think?
2: Oh, God. My my whole brain is cooked here. There is the, like, fact, too, though, of in 2024 right now, like, Pac-12 teams do not have a 12th game to play on the schedule. Like, literally every single Pac-12 school is going to have to play an FCS team, an additional FCS team in 2024, as we sit. Everyone else' schedule is booked. There's not games to play. There's not opponents to negotiate with.
0: Yeah, uh, Create some weird structural issues for sure. Uh, this is um, putting up a, a a comment from the homie David Potts who brings up something that I feel like I've talked about several times, which is a Pac-12 Mountain West merger. Pack one, pack two. What? All right, all right, Graves. I watched
3: the shit out of that, but I'm I'm a soccer fan, so like. I think relegation should exist. That'd be so fucking funny. Here's the thing. Is that like, the I don't money's not
1: going to work. The money yeah. will never work in that.
3: Yeah. I don't know how you work? do that. I don't know how you do that in collegiate sports, but it would be funny.
2: Why would anyone in the pack 12 agree to it? I agree. It's like a super cool idea, but it makes no sense.
0: Uh, I think, I think if you did the math on here, you might be able to say, all right, uh, if you're in the Mountain West, you get a $7 million payout. Right now they're getting like $10, $12, $15, something like that. You, say in the Mountain <laughs> you West, think
1: a Mountain West school is getting a $15 million payout? <laughs> uh, I
0: think they're getting close. I think the Mountain – have you looked? What's, what are the TV deals in uh, the There's
1: Mountain? no fucking
0: way. I think they're getting – I, I think – Okay, all right. Um, so anyway, I, I sort of think like you could probably convince the Mountain West schools like, look, you, you take a smaller payout if you're at – 10 million dollars now four
1: million each year there's no way that <laughs> which was a really... considerable increase
0: uh, uh on $4 million per 1. school
1: one yeah
0: okay okay um then no yeah they're fucked i don't know how you it's, get the money there the drop
3: I think off, the off the merger, in tv between
1: the p5 and the g5 is huge it's so yeah. big yeah. the
3: merger would only work after oregon and washington left and then like the rest of of and the then, little guys left behind, and Cal and Stanford don't give a shit. They're just like, whatever.
1: It, put up, put up David's most recent message because this is actually the move. Okay, <laughs> it's a hundred percent sports watch. Sports watch this shit.
0: hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Oh my god! You uh, know how much
1: research. take the Saudi money and put that into research. And then that are like completely just anti-theatical to
0: (laughs) the entire Saudi (laughs) culture. That'd be great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. These universities would do it. I'm I'm not going to lie. The Saudis drop a bag on their doorsteps. uh, They're absolutely doing it.
1: (laughs) have a six, a six team conference where everybody's making a hundred million each every year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absurd stuff. All right. Well, that is all I had about Colorado leaving to the Pac-12. There is so much more to unpack. Almost certainly we're getting more news. Almost certainly we're going to get a lot more. There's going to be other shoes to drop for sure. But anyone else got anything before we get out of here? All right. I'm, I'm just take-
3: pretending like nothing, nothing has changed. It's going to get a <laughs> yeah, little I'm bit f- more complicated when I'm pretending like Colorado UCLA and USC are all still in the Pac-12 in two years, but I can do it.
0: I'm very excited (laughs) to be waking up from this fever Oh,
3: wait, that's next year. Jesus Christ. Yeah,
0: it's very soon. I keep forgetting it's 2023. Yeah, because our Pac-12 media deal has completely fucked up our our sense of time.
1: Dumbest timeline. Go back to the BCS. Bring back the BCS and the BCS conference alignment. Bring back my beautiful baby Big East basketball tournament. For the love of God. You don't watch
0: basketball. On that note. <laughs> when it was the Big East, that shit was fire. <laughs> that is all we have. We might as well make some announcements here while we're on YouTube Live around some programming notes, some show notes here. Uh, we are going live on YouTube starting every Sunday at 9 a.m. Starting this Sunday, July 30th, our podcast episodes will upload The same episodes will upload Mondays at 5 a.m. as they have for the past two years now. Uh, We're going to continue talking about the Pac-12. We're previewing the Pac-12 amidst this crazy time that we're living in right now in college football starting on Sunday. So join us on YouTube Sundays, 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll also have Patreon content still up. Reed and I are working on a preview magazine. It's looking pretty good uh it's getting it's it's getting out there so we're gonna drop that on tuesday august 1st that is only for patreon subscribers and if you're like eight dollars we're paying eight dollars for a patreon subscription uh we're dropping that to five dollars uh, just after some internal conversations around, oh, you know, how much can we actually contribute here? So $5 Patreon subscription, you're going to get a preview mag. You'll get a weekly Patreon episode every week. Lots of fun, lots of conversations happening there. We'd really appreciate it if you support us. You can check that out at patreon.com slash no truck stops or no truck Okay, that's it. That's Reed. That's Matthew Brisson. That's Grace. I'm Carlos. Thank you all for tuning in and for listening. And remember... There are no truck stops here.
1: There's exactly one. <laughs> Hi, Colorado. Oh. Immediately, truck stop.
3: Room still
1: and with smoke. So thick it makes you choke. The crowd files in the coffee's kick. And my patience to everything. Said I'm lonelier than a single sax on a quiet city street. Things aren't always greener on the sunny side of the street.
3: And I don't mind if the sun don't shine. Cloudy do weather well, suits me fine. Pouring another the best wine on the boat tonight. I think I'll be a superstar.